What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Local CEOs Radio. And today we're going to talk about how to stand out from the competition if you're in a very, very competitive local market. Welcome to Local CEOs Radio, where we get up close and personal with what it's like to be a local CEO. A local CEO is someone who has started and runs a local business, nonprofit, or online business, or someone who wants to. Let's dive into the marketing strategies, challenges, and story of the local CEO. So yeah, guys, how do you how do you stand out from in a local market from the competition? Um, like when you have a lot of competition of people who are offering similar products or services that you are offering you have to find some type of way to stand out to your customers in a way that matters to them you don't want to stand out in some weird way so it's not just about standing out you know you'll see like i've seen like competition for our remodeling company i'll see somebody driving around in some goofy truck or have some goofy slogan and you know, people don't really care about that. So it's not really about them standing out. doesn't really help them generate any more business. Um, so you don't want to stand out like that. But it, it's super, super important to stand out in a way that matters to your customers. And I first learned this when we were trying to figure out our advertising and we had a we had a new service that we were going to be offering to people for our company. Um, it was brand new service, like we had kind of done it um, in our company before, but we had never. We would only do it when people like we were there at their house doing some other type of work, and then they would ask us to look at this type of work, and it was uh, a specific service uh, underneath their house and. We had never really focused on that. We had never really marketed or advertised that we did that. And we were looking for a way to get um, some work on like smaller projects because we were doing really big projects and we wanted to try out some smaller projects. And we had heard that this particular service was really profitable and pretty simple to do and so we decided we wanted to try to break into that market a little bit the only problem was there were in our area some huge huge companies who were very well uh, marketed had been around for 20 years and had really really strong hold on on the market for that particular service. And there were more than one. One was the clear leader. And then there was a couple of close competitors. Um, and they were just huge, like 15, 20, $20 million companies. And, <coughs> excuse me, we were, uh, we were not on that level. And so I was trying to figure out, I knew like it was gonna be difficult to differentiate ourselves and like one of the things i tried first was that we were a, f a family-owned company 
Um, but when I did research on my competitors, I realized a lot of those companies were family owned and they, they marketed that as well. Um, and so I was really trying to figure out how do we, how do we stand out, especially as a company that is brand new to this kind of work. Um, at that time, we didn't have a lot of reviews for this type of work. Uh, and we honestly didn't have that many reviews to begin with, like on Google, um, just because we had never really tried to get them. I had asked some people to give us reviews. And, uh, and so we had, I don't know, like maybe seven or eight, but we didn't have a ton. And these companies had hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of reviews. And uh, we're just kind of crushing it. And so, <laughs> like I said, I was just really trying to figure this out. And so we we were advertising and we were getting uh, calls. Um, so we had good marketing. Like, And one way you can differentiate yourself is just to have better quality marketing and website. Um, and you can just market better, honestly. <laughs> if you can just market better um, through videos, copywriting, your design of your website, everything like that, people will, will come to you. So that's how we started. I just started with uh, trying to make the website look as good as possible, better than most of the competitors. I structured things, made it really simple and easy for people to get in contact with us. And I just did things like that to, to get the ball rolling. And so we were getting some, some calls, leads and appointments based off of that alone. Uh, but I knew we wanted to get more. And once I saw it started working, that we were getting some leads and it was possible to get some of these customers, I wanted to figure out how to do it better. And hold on just a sec. I've got a school bus. It seems like every time I come out here, the kids I feel like get out of school at 2 p.m. I come out here at 4 p.m. recording the podcast. And the school changes all of their schedules to make sure that they can drive past me while I'm recording the podcast. <laughs> like, that's what it feels like. Um, but anyway, I'm sure they don't do that. Um, conspiracies against me. Uh, but yeah, we, we started to try to figure this out. So we were running appointments, and my dad is a my partner in the business and a very, very good salesman. And so um, he was selling jobs because he was just outselling even the bigger companies. They had just kind of your average salesman going out. And my dad is very good at sales. So he was outselling them, uh, which helped us as well a lot. Um, but one of the things he kept telling me was that the customers were really happy that we were coming out to do our appointments uh, faster than the other companies. Um, and I would even notice that when they would call me, I would be the one setting the appointment and they would be like, I'd be like, okay, we can, you know, be out there uh, in the next two or three days. And they would be like, oh my gosh, you can, that's amazing. I talked to other companies and they, they were going to, they said they couldn't come out for three, four weeks. And so I started to pick up on this, 
complaint that they were having about how the bigger companies <coughs> excuse me guys I apologize for the coughs and the distractions um, and uh, I realized that was the ongoing complaint that the customers were taking too I mean the bigger companies were taking too long to get out to them and so I was like well okay let me let me add that into our marketing so I put it like on our ads, like fast turnaround times on inspections and appointments. And I put it in our video and I put it in our copywriting on the website. So when people clicked the ad and came to us, I would highlight the fact that we could usually get our inspections done within 48 hours. And when I did that, we started to get a big increase in our appointments our advertising costs went down and we uh, we began to get even more traction on our competitors and a few a few months later they uh, my dad came back to me one day um, and handed me this flyer and I was like what is this and he had just been running appointments for that day and on the flyer it was from the number one company and the area that I had talked about earlier, uh, 15, $20 million company in multi-state and they, uh, um, meaning they're in several states and they had a, a price match list of com their main competitors where they would match the price of any c competitor. Um, and there's only three or four, I think three or four companies on there. Um, and, <laughs> and they had our name on it. <laughs> and so this was only like three or four months after we started in even offering this new service. And this company had been in business for 20 years. We also heard from multiple customers that the uh, competitors would, if the customer was like price matching or price, price shopping, they would have us come in. <coughs> Maybe I should. Hey guys, interjecting on this part of the podcast, I was in the midst of recording and uh, recorded about another eight or nine minutes uh, and then realized that my phone glitched and did not record it. So I'm going to cut the podcast off here and then I'm going to re-record the second half of the podcast uh, tomorrow and I'll release that. At that point, apologies in advance, and uh, I will definitely add a little extra spice to the second half of the podcast because we talk about how Netflix um, Netflix was able to dominate Blockbuster and ultimately replace them using the same principles that we've been talking about today. That'll be released tomorrow. Take care. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of Local CEOs Radio. If you like this content, uh, please subscribe so you can get more of it, as well as if you could shoot us a five-star review, that helps us get the word out about the podcast, as well as feel free to share it on any social media channel to let people know what you've been listening to. And if you have local business friends, share it with them as well. 
If you want to get some training, we've got some free options on our website, as well as some paid options. Um, check it out at localceos.com. And I'll see you on the next episode of our podcast. Take care.